This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. Francis wants you to stop resisting modernism. That's not news, of course, but he periodically will remind us that the biggest and most important value in the church is unity. Unity, unity, unity. He bases this off of the statement of our Lord, who on the cross asked that we all be one. Unity is important. The papacy is the external sign of unity in the church. The creed is a sign of unity. The Eucharist is a sign of unity. Our profession of faith at Mass is a sign of unity. Attending Mass is a sign of unity. There are many signs of unity in the church. It used to be that the Latin language available in the entire Latin rite of the church comprised something like 90% of believing Catholics was a sign of unity. That sign of unity was, of course, swept away long ago. But Francis took to remind us of his message of unity, unity, unity on his address on the Feast of the Epiphany or the observance of the Feast of the Epiphany on Sunday since the Epiphany Epiphany was actually on the was on the sixth, but you know, such is life in the Novus Ordo, where feast days of some serious importance are transferred to the next day instead of observed on their day. One consequence of that, of course, was the feast of the Holy Family was sort of ignored. But then again, that one was reassigned to sometime in December anyway. Although I don't know the reasoning. But here we go to the story headline from Info Vaticana: The Pope asks to abandon ecclesial ideologies. Ecclesial ideologies. We're to abandon ecclesial ideologies. That's pretty rich coming from him. As you'll see from this, Francis is healthy enough to dunk on traditional Catholics yet again. The man cannot help himself. He takes every single opportunity he's presented with, where he has a sufficient audience, where he's giving an important enough address that the media will report on it because the Epiphany is an important feast day in the church to then dunk on trad, so that his words then go out across the ether, into the internet, and so everybody can see it. And then people like me feel obligated to tell you about the things he said to about, to, about those of us who simply want the same faith and the same church as our ancestors had, which apparently we're not allowed to have anymore. He calls us ideological. He calls us rigid and a clericalist. He calls us neo-Pharisees and guardians of tradition. He does it again here from the article, quote, Pope Francis presided, not celebrated as Vatican News says, the Epiphany Mass in St. Peter's Basilica in the presence of 6,000 faithful. The Mass was celebrated by Cardinal Togley. In his homily, Pope Francis said that the faithful are called to keep, quote, their eyes fixed on heaven with, quote, their feet on the ground and, quote, their hearts prostrate in adoration. No problem with any of that. The pontiff pointed out that the of the Magi is the human pilgrimage of each one of us from distance to proximity. The three who come from the east undertake the journey, quote, with their eyes directed towards the sky, the Pope explained. With their stare attracted by the celestial stars, they do not remain looking at the tips of their feet and withdrawn in on themselves. Prisoners of an earthly horizon, crawling downward in resignation or complaint. They raise their heads, and the star of Bethlehem illuminates the meaning of their lives. It attracts them and shows them the way. This is the key that opens the true meaning of our existence, so that it continues to remain illuminated. The Bishop of Rome stressed that we need to love the Lord on the 
path of life. We need it on the path of faith so that it is not reduced to a set of religious practices or an external garment, but rather it becomes a fire that burns within us and makes us passionate seekers of the face of the Lord and witnesses of his gospel. Furthermore, Francis took advantage of his homily to mention the serious lack of unity that exists within the church at this time. Speaking about the love of God, the Pope stated that, quote, we need it in the church where instead of dividing ourselves according to our ideas, we are called to put God back at the center. We need it to abandon ecclesial ideologies, to find the meaning of Holy Mother Church. No, ecclesi no ecclesial ideology, yes, ecclesial vocation, end quote. You first, Francis. You first. I'll remind everybody that Francis was the one who swept away the vast majority of traditional Latin masses with a stroke of a pen. He was the one who spends tireless, just unbelievable amounts of time calling us indetrists, whatever that even means, and rigid, and sweeping away the key aspects of the faith and taking every opportunity on Marian feast days to implement radical ideo ideological declarations that then cause chaos in the church and cause headaches for the church. Talk about one of those for a moment because he caused himself a headache. And we'll see how he handles it because his opportunity to, he now has been given a request that is truly diabolical and he can either respond to it in a rigid way or he can violate what his own prefect for the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith is saying. Talk about that in a second. I just want to note one thing here. It's interesting that at that Mass for the Epiphany, he had Cardinal Togle as the celebrant. It's long been reported that Togle had been upset, had, had upset Francis in some way, usually because of his own mismanagement of various Roman curial offices. Togle is, the, is a cardinal from the Philippines, and he was considered a rising star in the Roman Curia. He was considered a Francis II, and he was youthful. He's a youthful, exuberant guy who gets along with young people, and he would fool a lot of people. Except for the fact that every time he opens his mouth, silly stuff comes out, like abs absurd stuff just comes out. And he clearly doesn't take the gravity of his office all that seriously. But he was considered a rising star. But then his failures in the Roman Curia to manage various offices he'd be given an opportunity to do undercut his ability to be considered papabile, meaning that he would be considered as a front-runner to replace Francis when that time comes in the next couple of years, most likely. So it's interesting that at a high-profile mass like that for the Epiphany, Togle is the celebrant. That's a sign of endorsement. That is a sign of support for Togle. There are a lot of choices of, of cardinals who are considered uh, key candidates for being Francis II that he could have chosen for that. He could have chosen Mario Gresh, who was one of the key cardinals running the Synod on Synodality. He could have chosen Cardinal Zuppi, who, is, who has fooled already a lot of traditional Catholics because he has a love of the traditional breviary, but who is in every way a Percolian. He could have had him offer it, but he chose Tagle. That's interesting. He also didn't choose Fernandez, which is also interesting, but perhaps uh, Fernandez is busy, especially given the news that broke this week. Anyway, there's, I want to show you here the fruit of Francis's diabolical work. He's caused himself his own problem here. Headline from Info Vaticana. Wave of requests for papal blessings for double S couples. Papal blessings. Monday, quite a few of you watched my regular news video, a video like this, 
on the request for blessing certificates. These spontaneous blessings that no way undermine the traditional teaching on holy matrimony for the church. They want blessings, official documentation. Written proof that the church has, of course, surrendered on the issue. And now we have this, a request for papal blessings, meaning they want Francis to bless them publicly. Do you see the problem Francis has created for himself? Imagine what will happen if, or maybe when, Francis gives into this and stands there before a pair of people to impart a blessing with photojournalists from the New York Times, the BBC, and whoever else you care to name present. Imagine what will happen. What could go wrong? From the article, quote, Fiducia supplicants may end up putting the Vatican in a predicament that no one expected, an avalanche of requests for, quote, apostolic blessings from His Holiness by double S couples. It was perfectly foreseeable, but no one has thought about it, and the rumors coming from Rome indicate that the phenomenon resulting from fiducia supplicants is being fulfilled. The influx of requests for official papal blessings for double S types, according to Il Messaggero. In strict theory, there should be no problem. These requests are rejected, alleging that the blessings provided for by the Declaration of the Doctrine of the Faith require, quote, spontaneous and not formalized circumstances. In the real world, however, requests whether by or on behalf of the double-S couple, create a multifaceted and frankly thorny problem of optics, interpretation, and application. That's the theory. In reality, the Pope cannot reject them without appearing petty, legalistic, and, well, downright rigid. But he also cannot grant them without violating both the letter and the spirit of the same statement that created the dilemma. End quote. Well done, Francis. <laughs> well done. What do you think? Do you think he's going to give into this? I actually think he probably will. Might be wrong on that one. Of all things I've, of all limbs I've got on, gone out on that I have the most potential to be wrong on, probably this one, but I suspect he might actually give in on this. I mean, why not at this point? The church has been put in a predicament by his own work, by his own doing. Remember, he's the one who signed off on fiducia supplicants. Usually declarations from the dicastery for the doctrine of the faith don't have the signature of the reigning pontiff or alleged pontiff on it. But this time, this one, he chose to sign personally. And now he's getting a wave of requests for people to receive those blessings from him. And you know when it happens, there are going to be reporters there. Because of course there will be. It will be assigned to the whole world to all the bishops saying no to fall in line. And that might be the biggest reason he does it. And that brings me back to that original story. We are all being asked to stop resisting modernism, to get on board with his program, to stop being broken up into ideological camps in the church. It's a nice thought, Francis. Lead by example. Stop promoting modernism. Just be a middling indifferent pope at this point, and you'd probably find most of the resistance go away. That ship has sailed, though, I suspect, given that this, there is a sunset now for his papacy, and or alleged papacy, and there is now going to be a new pontiff here in the near future. And no, for those asking, I don't, I don't buy the alleged prophecies that point to, that say he's the last one. There's literally no proof that they're, they're authentic. I know, I've looked into it. Anyway, let me know what you think of this story in the comments, please. Hit like and subscribe if you haven't. That does help. So to sharing this on social media, that does help too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein, Ave Maria.